0: Hello, I'm Danny Gallica. Welcome to our Business Gateway series of podcasts. In this episode, we're gonna be talking about the impact of climate change on businesses and what advantages and challenges there are when it comes to making your business greener. We'll also discuss some of the ways businesses could reduce carbon emissions and ultimately help Scotland achieve net zero targets. So we're gonna talk about some actions on how to get there. And to do that, joining me today is the owner of Gecko Blazing, Gareth Classer. Hi, Gareth. Hello. So we're focusing on sustainability in business and something you know all too well. I'm hoping you're going to share some of your experiences with some simple steps to get us there. Now, I know businesses are always keen to hear about the owner and how your business took shape. So how did it all start?
1: (laughs) I mean... It is funny because I I was a banker, you know. I worked for many years for you know Royal Bank of Scotland and and HSBC and people like this. So so you know I, I was an economist there for most of my time, you know. And and actually it it was actually surprisingly useful, really, you know. Um, but but I think at the same time, you know, whilst that was my job, I think my my you know, I don't call it a calling or a vocation. I mean, I've always been an environmentalist, you know, always been concerned about net zero um, and also I started out studying engineering so also had a, a kind of an engineering background in bent so you know I think whilst I had my day job you know over many years I was I was in thought you know, about the problem uh, of making business sustainable and, and net zero and my business actually came out of a kind of personal need there was a kind of product which I couldn't get and wanted um, but also one which was which particularly I kind of met that that desire to try and help, reduce emissions you know and so it was a hobby uh, the product came up with was an idea which became a hobby which became an obsession uh and eventually became a business you know um the 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 hard part was making the jump I mean I I was uh, lucky or unlucky enough to be in one particular role which uh I I disliked so much that when I turned to my wife and I said you know I know we've got a big mortgage and we've got two young kids but can I give up my well-paid stable job (laughs) How did that go down? You know, she's, and I have to, all credit her, you, know, I, I, you know, she, she was, uh, she was and always has been incredibly supportive. I think she realized how miserable I was. And, uh, and actually, you know, uh, w- without being, going over the top, I think she believed in the product as well. So, so, so yeah, it was a strange background. I think, you know, this was just before the pandemic, you know, came about. All right. And so if I'd known there was a global pandemic around the corner, I might not have made that jump. Uh, but I did. And although I'm busier than I've ever been and in some ways more stressed than I've ever been, uh, I'm glad I did make that jump because it is tremendously interesting and rewarding.
0: Certainly takes a lot of guts to go from a, a solid bit of employment to running your own business. So why do you think it's important for sustainability in business? I, I think there's, there's three things about that. I mean, it, for starters, it's just the right thing
1: to do. You know, we've just got to do it you know we must you know moving towards net zero is is not a nice to have it's a necessity you know and business is at the heart of that i mean you know businesses we are responsible for a big part of the impact you know so we just we can't continue uh with the old model of just producing more without paying attention to the impact on the planet you know it's not it's not sustainable you know uh and you know yeah, and we need to act. And the other thing is we need to act now, you know? Uh, and, and, you know, and it's also important, I think, that companies in advanced economies and we are, you know, an advanced economy, we need to take a lead, you know, so we can't continue the way we were. Um, and we can do it sustainably, you know, it is possible. Um, and it's, 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 you know, we, we, you just, we, whereas previously, we didn't need to worry about the impact on the planet. Uh, what we're finding is, if we try and think, okay, well, you know, can we do what we did before with less of an impact, or preferably no impact? The answer to that is yes. It might not be easier, but it is getting easier all the time. You know, and supply chains are providing lower impact goods and services. You know, an electric vehicle is just one example of, you know, a, a product which did the same as the existing product, but does it with a lower impact. So, you know, we must do it. Uh, we can do it, and it does ultimately now make good business sense i mean you know there might be higher financial costs to doing things sustainably uh they might be more complicated Um, but once you look into it i think you find you try you find it's not that hard and those costs are falling all the time and people expect it and reward it i mean they are increasingly likely to support more sustainable businesses And and in fact, I think turn their backs on ones that aren't sustainable. So, you know, in in some, we can, you know, we must move to a sustainable model. We can do it. And increasingly, it's just a good idea.
0: So so how does your business uh,
1: promote and practice sustainability then? In some ways, just the nature of our business is we've got an easy win there because our product is a carbon negative product. You know, so we've we've got, you know, uh, our product is a very simple uh, uh, form of secondary glazing that we've invented. And you pop it in an existing window, and it reduces heat loss. And, uh, and it's carbon negative in the sense that it saves more carbon in terms of reduced heating emissions than are employed in the product pretty quickly. So for us, you know, it's easy for us to kind of, you know, burnish our halo and say, look, you know, we're sustainable. But actually, one thing about sustainability is, you know, we, we, you know, we're aware we need to look, you always have to look more widely, you know, so even for us, you know, whilst we can say we're carbon negative, um, we still have challenges and issues. So, we, you know, we need to reduce wastage. That's an obvious one, you know, and whereas it's always that was always good business sense. It's now increasingly important. Uh, and, you know, even with our products, we, we need to look, look upstream, at the, the upstream emissions from the stuff we buy and downstream and think about what ultimately happens to our uh, product and whether it can be recycled. And, you know, so we're, we're constantly, you know, even though we, we can't just say, oh, look, we, we produce a sustainable product, that's our job done. You know, we've still got to reduce our impact uh, further. And that means looking at one's own supply chain, looking at the materials we use. And for example, we use um, a kind of plastic sheet, which is acrylic. And it's great. It's very optically clear. But you can't get stuff which is recycled and good enough yet, but that is being produced. And it's also quite tricky to recycle, so we're already looking at uh, alternatives which are easier to recycle. So we've got a lot more work to do. And one thing which helps us actually is, you know, there are frameworks these days which help companies consider what they need to do. Because it's a complex issue, you know, it's like, what, what do we do? We, you know, where do we start, you know? And, and so, you know, we use a particular framework which is known as B-Core, where we're called, something called B-Core pending. And that's just one of several frameworks we say, okay, as a company that wants to be sustainable, but also a good company in a variety of ways, these are the things you need to think about. Uh, these are the things you might be doing, and it helps you set targets and can say, okay, look, if you're not walking the walk yet, this is what you should do next, and this is where you want to get to in the future. So, so yeah, we're already you know, uh, a carbon negative product, great, um, but there's a lot more work to
0: be done um, to uh, improve and become truly sustainable, I think. Okay, so so those are some of the challenges, obviously, that you've had to overcome while you've been developing your product. And and what about other businesses? You mentioned there's a framework. What if they want to operate more sustainably and reduce their own emissions? How would they go about that? First of all, go for it. You know, we've got to do it. And people need to know, we've got to do it, and we've got to do it
1: fast. Uh, And it is possible, and people will reward you for it. But I think it comes back to this issue of, complexity saying okay where you know where do we you know where do we go you know and luckily there is all kinds of support out there to help businesses navigate this problem and solve this problem because it's not you know it, it, it's it, it's simple conceptually it's like okay just you know choose sustainable choices but when you get down to it, it's like well how do I do that where do I do that you know and I think there's a number of ways in which people can uh, or businesses can go about doing that One of, you know, and some of them are easy, quick, you know, quick wins, you know, and just can say, okay, look, go to um, look for advice from organizations like the Energy Saving Trust, whatever it is, and and, and literally be things there which say, okay, look, these are easy things you can do to reduce your your impact, and that might be just reducing your heating bills. Um, But there's otherwise, there's all kinds of advice out there. So there are business organizations, there are also online forums, which are concerned almost any business will have a forum somewhere for you know which is concerned with doing that business more sustainably so it might be facebook it might be online might be wherever um i I frequent one called the green building forum where there's all kinds of people there who give advice on how people can can do things can build and, and develop more sustainably but that exists for almost any business you just got to find it you know and as I say there are also formal frameworks which, are, which um, go even further and you can sign up to be a B Corps or I forget the name of the alternatives, unfortunately. Uh, they're more kind of wide ranging. They're not just about environmental sustainability. They're about good business practices, but they do give you that a framework. They say, OK, look, here are the questions you need to ask yourself and here are some of the answers. You know, So I think um, going I think the main thing is make the commitment because it's the right thing to do but then go out and find advice on how to do it because other people will have gone through what you're doing. One of the simplest ones I've found is just to speak to suppliers and say, um, you know, we, we buy this from you, this good or service. Do you have a lower impact option? You know, and uh, an obvious one is packaging. So, you know, we, we started using uh, plastic tape because everybody else does. And I said, okay, this is plastic. This isn't great. And funnily enough, they do tend to have uh, paper-based tapes, which are more easily recycled. So, there's, there's almost certainly some quick wins out there that uh, businesses can take advantage of. It's just knowing which quick wins to take advantage of, and there's almost always some advice for somebody that's been through that that can tell you
0: where to go. That's, that's really interesting, just simplest things like like the tape. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have thought of that at all. I, what, what other kind of challenges do you think that businesses have to get us to net zero, or, or what should they be looking at?
1: Yeah, and I think this is the thing. I mean, I, I, it, would be, it would be naive and untrue for me to say that getting to net zero is easy, you know. And so whilst I can say there are quick wins and things you can easily do to reduce, I mean, most businesses would say, actually, you know what, now we've, we've done it. There are all kinds of things we can do to reduce our emissions quite a lot or em- reduce our impact quite a lot. Um, but getting, you know, reducing significantly is one thing. Getting to net zero, for example, is very, very difficult, you know, um, at the moment. Now, it's not impossible, and it is getting easier all the time, and we can get there. But we, we do need a kind of long term view and people need to be aware, okay, okay, this is what I, you know, there might be companies that say, look, actually, I need to fly, I can't get away without flying. Okay, we get that. Or, frankly, I can't afford the um, 50 grand for a brand new electric van, it just doesn't exist, you know. so. So I think, you know, the within, you know, taking the quick wins is one thing, but also having a an aspirational path to travel down and say, okay, look, this is where I will go, when I can afford to do so when the costs have come down enough, or when I've saved up enough money, whatever it is, you know, Um, because at the moment, you know, some things are just too expensive. And I think many electric vehicles come into that uh, category. And some things just aren't possible, because if you have to fly, you have to fly, you know, but I would say is, If you can't, one option is, you know, walk the walk to the extent you can, Uh, and I think people will find they can do more than they think, but where you can't do that, consider carbon offsetting, uh, because carbon offsetting is extremely affordable, and it's not as good as directly reducing your emissions and your impact in the economy. But it does help. And when, when I say carbon offsetting, there are, you know, you can find them online very easily. There are organizations which will help you understand your impact and quantify your impact and uh, help you offset your impact, either by doing things like uh, the, the classic is tree planting uh, or, but there are other things like sponsoring uh, solar, uh, far, solar farms being built or wind farms being built. Uh, and these do help, you know, they're not as good as walking the walk and we should always try and do that. But whilst we can't, I think we should consider these other uh, questions. And then the final thing, I think, which, you know, in terms of challenges is is dealing with this problem of complexity. And so I think one of the problems that businesses have is they'd love to reduce their emissions and their impact. They just
0: don't know how to go about it. So on that basis, I wonder what support is in place to businesses to become more sustainable. Yeah, and and the answer to that, and this is,
1: you know, this is revelatory to me and I, I wish i had realized it earlier is that there's a ton of advice out there you know i mean i've already mentioned specific online uh fora, forums and all the rest of it um, particularly in scotland though we're actually really well served the fact that we have got one of the most ambitious net zero targets um i think is well or, or reflecting that we also have particularly good support particularly in terms of resources and advice networks. So we have, you know, a business gateway is a great example. I mean, business gateway is all about supporting businesses in a variety of ways. But business gateway are very well aware of the need for Scottish business to become uh, sustainable. And therefore, they've got all kinds of resources online. They are a great source of advice. And if they don't know the answer, they will often know whom has the answer, you know. Um, and there are other um, Scottish organisations as well. There's Zero Waste Scotland, you know, which is particular, as, as the name suggests, you know, they are there to help people reduce waste. Um, if they don't know how to help uh, reduce waste in supply chains and in production, et cetera, nobody else does, you know. So I think, it, you know, reaching out to these organisations who are always ready for the call should be step number one, because, you know, they are, they're excellent resources. They're extremely helpful. They either have the answer or they point in the right direction. And I think that runs through. We are very lucky in Scotland. As I say, we, you know, we, we are doing our best to walk the walk to hit the targets we've set. And it runs through, you know, almost all of the elements of the, the kind of um, the business infrastructure in Scotland. So Scottish Enterprise are another example of people who are well aware that they need to promote business, but they need to promote business to be done in a sustainable way. So it's it's actually great. Any answer people have, the, the answer is out there.
0: I wish I'd picked up the phone earlier in my business journey than I did. Oh, well, that's good advice. Um, and in terms of incentives, there are incentives uh, available to businesses. I, I think the bottom line is for small businesses, um, when they hear about sustainability and net zero, they immediately think this is going to come at a cost to our business. So we recognise there are incentives in place, but would you agree that becoming net zero or even sustainable could perhaps save money for a business?
1: Yeah, I mean, and the, I mean, we're talking at a time when heating and electricity bills have rocketed. You know, um, so it's it's always been the case that um, you know there are these um, small actions and changes which could, for example reduce uh, utility bills you know it's always been the case um, but I think you know it's possibly not been front of mind whereas now it is and I think that's ex- exactly one area where people can with relatively small adjustments or actions or or practical actions um, reduce the cost basis if that makes sense you know um, but also you know sustainability is all about you know one of the, the key tenets of sustainability is Uh, to reduce resource usage, you know. And so a focus on reducing wastage is one which I think many businesses can benefit from looking at again because previously they might not have worried about the amount of wastage um, caused or or whether, you know, some journeys undertaken were unnecessary because the cost wasn't that high. But if they look at these things they kind of say, actually, you know, do we need to make that journey? Do we need to make that flight? Uh, Do we need, you know, can we double up? I think they'll be able to find ways to reduce their costs um, in ways which don't necessarily cost them much, if anything. You know, so, so it can, you know, there are actions that can be taken which aren't expensive, aren't that difficult, and benefit the bottom line.
0: I suppose in your business you have to go into offices, folks' houses or, or whatever to measure windows and all the rest of it. Um, any way that you can stop doing that and do it digitally or...?
1: Yeah, and in fact, it's it's actually great. It's one of the things we're looking at at the moment. So, you know, just taking our um, our own products. I mean, you, you know, people can do the, um, the, their own survey, if that makes sense. It's not impossible. And we try and help them through that, partially because, you know, there, there are good business reasons to do that. But you're right. I mean, the alternative is for us to, you know, if we can cut out one journey uh, across Edinburgh in the middle of rush hour, you know, and not add to congestion and not add to local pollution, then it's just a win all round, you know. So um, we've had to be quite creative is not the right word, but put thought into it, and we're continuing to put thought into it to kind of avoid that. And again, and it you know it saves us money, it saves us time, um, you know, and we can do. I think we've we've made it sufficiently easy for the customer that it's not a big deal for them as well. Um, whereas I think you know maybe ten years ago we we're like oh, you know what let's just you know let's just jump in the car. What's the big deal, you know? And so. Um, you can do it when you when you think about it, I think, and put some um, some some effort into it. So, yeah, we're always doing that. We do. I mean, we've aspirationally we'd love because we do, unfortunately, you know, we need to transport things. And sometimes we ha- do have to do surveys. So uh, we can't wait to to own that electric van at some point in the future. But in the meantime, we, you know, we use as economical a vehicle as we can. Uh, and we will. We, you know, we're going to be offsetting the emissions that we do uh, create uh, because it's just the right thing to do, and it is surprisingly affordable.
0: Yeah. Well, I have to admit that I'm not fantastic with a tape measure, so I should never yeah. be charged with measuring windows or in anything yeah. associated with that. So I suspect you've got to decide when you speak to yeah. the client: are they going to be able to do that or not? You're not <laughs> the only
1: one. There's just an awful lot of people that aren't comfortable picking up a tape measure, and uh, yeah, it's. Uh, that's uh, inevitable, unfortunately.
0: I get confused, to be perfectly honest, because at my age, I used to be used to imperial measurements, and everyone goes in millimetres now, and <laughs> things get a bit confused. But anyway, um, having said that, I'm sure there's there's much more savvy folk we out really there. We
1: had that. That I think there's, there's some story, I'm not sure if it's apocryphal, about, uh, I think it was true, about um, metric imperial measurement mix-up causing problems for NASA at some point. And uh, we, we very nearly did make... Uh, Window, you know gecko paints two and a half times too large uh for one customer until we realized that he's he'd given us the uh, or two and a half times too small until we realize he'd given us the measurements
0: in inches rather than millimeters
1: so um,
0: <laughs> well these things happen so just talking about your business then um i noticed you were a scottish edge winner uh how did all that come about
1: i mean it was i mean it's been incredible we've had a lot of support you know and and i think I think we're lucky in terms of timing. I think again, if ten years ago if we'd said, "Look, we've invented this clever form of secondary glazing, uh, which is much easier to install and all the rest of it, and much more affordable, and you know doesn't damage the windows," blah, look at all these great sales points. People 10, 15 years ago would have been like, "Well, yeah, meh. When you know, interesting, but there's more interesting things going on." But but I think people are. Um, particularly focused now on um, reducing emissions. And and the problem is, whilst we know we'll be able to reduce our emissions from electricity because we're going to be using offshore wind and solar panels and, you know, all our vehicles, for example, for transportation are going to be electric in a while. So that's great. We've got a pathway to solve those problems. But reducing emissions from buildings is actually still really tough. You know, it's, you know, all the measures you can take are expensive. Uh, or disruptive, you know, um, and, you know, you're spending thousands and, you know, having to redecorate your house. So it's a difficult problem and not one we've cracked. And I think where we are, uh, what's making us uh, particularly popular, I guess, is the the answer, is that we just, we're helping with that problem. You know, we're saying, okay, look, here's something we realize, you know, people are out there and they want to reduce their heating costs. They want to improve the comfort of their houses or their offices. And they want to reduce their emissions, but it's it's just tricky to do, you know, with, with conventional solutions. I mean, you can insert, you know, you can get your LED light bulbs, and there's a few other things which are easy to do, but beyond that, it's not. And so, whereas I think now you know we can say, look, you know, we're we're helping this, we're giving people something they can do uh, relatively affordably, relatively easily, which makes a difference. And I think that has been rewarded, I think, uh, and recognized uh, by a number of uh, organizations. And yes, you know, in the penultimate round of the Scottish Edge uh, funding competition. We were one of the winners, and, and we were very gratified. I think we 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 went in at a time when they had a record number of entrants. So we put our application form in at the beginning, and then got an email back saying, "Wow, we've had over three hundred and fifty entrants this time around. Isn't that wonderful?" And I was like, "Oh, great!" You know, it's a, but 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 for that reason, it's particularly gratifying to have been one of the winners. You know, and and I think this is the thing. I think we it's just recognizing that hopefully we help with a problem which is front of mind for many people.
0: So deflation initially and then elation at the end. Yes, it was. And,
1: and every time I'd go through and, you know, our product is is a simple product. It's a very simple product, you know, and um, which I think is its strength. Um, but, you know, as we would meet, we would look at some of the other entrants and they had, you know, very, you know, were sexy or cooler products, you know, where they weren't the secondary ladies. And we'd like, oh, how, you know, you know, we're we're never going to win against those guys, but but I, you know, at the end of the day, we, you know, and the feedback is have is that you know, no, you guys help us solve a prob- a real problem that we're all aware of, you know, and and we get. So, uh, as I say, we may or, may or may not have been, you know, I think this is the right time for us. Is is I think what we're saying, but it's it's just you know, you know, we we this resulted in financial support, but uh, as much as anything else, I think other startups and founders recognize this. You're always worrying, you know. You're always, you know, okay. Is is my is my product the right product? People really want it, and the encouragement that you get, you know, I mean, so this this, you know, the coverage you get, so people learn about you is wonderful and great for business. But everything part of that is is in more encouragement, and it, and it's people that saying, okay, yep, yeah, we we, you know, it gives validation to your business idea, and I think that as much as anything else makes it worthwhile putting in the endless hours and the you know in the uh, in the um, in the workshop and, uh, and you know, or on the computer
0: trying to get things working. Yeah, I was just going to say, obviously the funding comes in handy in terms of the Scottish Edge, but but winning awards um, gives a bit of kudos to your business and, you know, gives great visibility, I would have said.
1: Yeah, great visibility and gives you credibility as well, you know, because it's quite, you know, the, I mean, they're, they're, they, they don't have to give you a good grilling, in these things you know to to there's several rounds before you get to the final scottish edge and you're up against some other people and so you know um it's um i think and i think you so it does give credibility that you've been through a process where people have looked at your business your product and your your business model kicked the tires and said okay yep we we think there's something there you know and um and it also forces you to improve your business because you you, you need to have your business plan ready, which means you need to have thought of all the things which are important to the business uh, as you go through this. So even people that, don't, that you know, aren't successful in terms of getting funding from things like Scottish Edge um, or aren't successful in applying for other support uh, you know, from whatever. I mean, I was very lucky to be part of a, a program called Unlocking Ambition, which is run by the Scottish government. And just the process of applying and the feedback you get is is it's free coaching you know it's and, it, and it's you know it's accountability you know so it, it, it you move you come through the process even if you're unsuccessful better prepared to be a successful business than when you went
0: in now gareth you're not going to try and tell me that your former career as a banker hasn't helped you set up your business so come on give us some insight
1: it has. I mean, I went through, you know, because I would, you know, do a role in a bank and then, you know, they find me out after a couple of years. I'd need to change and find another one, you know, so uh, probably some ex-colleagues nodding their heads if they if they listen to this podcast. But no, it was good. I mean, I started out as an economist and I kind of like, think, well, you know what I, I want, you know, I, I think things which will uh, products that work for people are ones that, you know, work financially and work practically. You know, get an understanding of people. But also, you know, I, I worked in things like credit risk, you know. So if you're looking at businesses and going, "So okay, is that a viable business plan? Is it in the right sector?" Uh, and the only problem with that is, you know, is you you you, know, you become aware that a lot of startups fail, you know. And so I think, you know, in many ways, it, you know, it was um, it made me more, you know, better able to come up with a a, a fairly rigorous business plan uh, and under you know know my way through a cash flow forecast and all this kind of good stuff which um, a lot of businesses aren't lucky enough to have a good grasp of you know i mean there's there's no reason why people know their way around a spreadsheet you know and and know a profit and loss account you know it's 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 a it's a dark art or a black box uh, to um you know to, for many startups um, but no I, you know background in banking did equip me with a lot of useful skills uh, one of the things though, i think it may be you know because the many times you know, as a startup you you can look at the art of the possible and how good things could be and I find it very difficult not to look at the worst case, you know, so, you know, many stuff founders will say, look, if everything goes right, we'll be millionaires, you know, very, you know, show my age, you know, Derek Trotter, you know, um, whereas <laughs> I'm kind of, you know, I would kind of go in and say, well, even if things go wrong, there's probably a business there, you know, and, and, you know, what I've had to learn is that, you know, you do need to, you know, meet yourself in the middle, you know, um, but, um, but yeah, so it's, it's, I think it's, it's almost strange how, how many of the things I learned in financial organizations, how many of the skills were actually quite transferable. And also, uh, I also learned that despite, for example, a career in finance, um, I, you know, for example, you know, startup funding, sources of finance. for. I had, I had to learn that all from scratch, you know, uh, raising, raising funding, you know, equity and, you know, all this kind of stuff. I had a clue. I'd never, never had to think about that, despite working in banking for 10, 15 years. So fifteen years. So I'm older than I think. So, uh, so yeah, it was, it was very, very useful. Gosh,
0: we've got a probably got a number of businesses with a, a huge sigh of relief just now, saying that it's it's not just them that uh, that has these problems, but a but a former banker also has the same uh, issues. So, uh, well, in 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 terms of, of your own business, and you have obviously you know had your PL account. You've done a business plan and everything else associated with it in marketing. What's ahead for gecko glazing?
1: Oh, interesting. So, I mean, things are going well. I should say we're still early days. This is our, pro- you know, although we kind of, we've done a bit of trading since late 2020, you know, this this winter is our, the first one where we've done some proper marketing and all the rest of it. And it's great. I mean, we, we, we're we struggling to keep up with demand, you know, all the way that's, you know, that, that more reflects. Uh, you know, the size of our workshop than anything else, you know. Um, But, you know, we're very happy. I mean, orders and and sales are very good. Repeat orders are great. That's brilliant when somebody goes, you know, buys your product and instead of going, oh, I regret it, they come back and ask for more. So, you know, whereas most, we've been mainly focused on the Edinburgh area, largely. um, But this time next year, uh, when, you know, when I'm sure you want to come and, you know, learn about innovative secondary glazing again, Danny, because, you know, it's, you know, what else do people want to hear about? Uh, I'd be saying that we will have a proper at least Scotland wide network of installers, for example, for all the people that don't want to pick up that tape measure. Um, But, you know, as as a a minimum, we would like to be a a UK wide business, Um, but we're even getting, you know, um, uh, calls and and interest in uh, expanding internationally. I mean, it's it's not just a British problem of having uh, old leaky cold windows. Uh, so, we, you know, we're considering a crowdfund, which will be, you know, international, but actually quite focused on the U.S. So we've got all kinds of grand plans and it's all very exciting. The problem is just going to be finding the time and resource to to kind of do it. You know, so
0: Brilliant. Well, I wish you the best of luck in terms of your business and also your sustainability. And uh, thanks very much, Gareth, for joining us today on the Net Zero podcast. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you very much. You can listen to this podcast and other Business Gateway podcasts at bgateway.com. And there you'll also find more information on all of our business support services. I'll be back next time for another of our Business Gateway podcasts. Until then, bye for now.